0: howie. welcome to the Canada Tales podcast. My name is Aaron and we're here to tell you a few stories. So here is the story of Blackwater and it's a river and monster. There's two, one of me as well. This one will be told by Soraka. and well, thanks to the Patreon supporters and everyone who's liked and commented and shared the stories. We really appreciate everything you can do. If you would like to go to patreon.com forward slash Canada Tales, I won't stop you we have live chats and stuff like that with our Patreons and all that kind of crack we have live gigs you can check out our website and our Instagram and all that kind of stuff but for now continuing with the Waterways series hey Sarga tell us the story will you?
1: Blackwater the great river on the Owen Moor it stretches east all the way from Kerry. And it flows low and slow through oak woods and through bogs. And it leeches out the tannins and its waters stain as black as tea, as black as oak bark. And on it goes, from Kerry through cork, and limerick and waterford and then suddenly south it turns at Capoquin, and on down it flows to Yawl Harbour and the Celtic Sea and the black water is home to many things otter and salmon and white mussels with their shells inlaid with mother of pearl and it is today protected. And it has been protected for a long, long time. Long ago, the king of Munster, Fica the flat headed, he watched that great river with its waters black as bark. He watched it from a distance where he could see the slow, sleepy stage and he could see the swift-running rapids and he could see the stages it flowed through. And he could see with dismay in his heart as that black river slowed to a trickle and then stopped. Fiaqa knew that Cormac McGart was on his way. Cormac and Fiaku had been allies in the past, had even been friends. Fiacu had helped Cormac regain the seat of Tara when he was driven out by the leader of the Dáil And they had bonded. They had shared their stories and their past. They were both the grandsons of Druids. Both of their fathers had died in battle before they had ever been born. But Fieca was known as the man of two sorrows. His mother had died bearing him. Her father, the Druid Delmacu, well, he had wanted his descendants to be greater than he was, to be some of the greatest people in Ireland. And so he asked his daughter, Monica, to lie with the great king and warrior Owen. And when Owen went and died in battle, Monica's belly swelled with child. But on the day that she was to give birth, her father, Fiaka's grandfather, he read the signs and he made his prophecies that day was auspicious for a great jester to be born the greatest jester in ireland but the next day on the next day a great king would be born and so monica pushed herself against a stone And when the pains of childbirth came on her, she wedged herself against it and she held herself in between life and death, holding her child back from the world. And in that long, lingering, agonised birth, his head was flattened against the stone and his mother spent her life to buy that extra day so that he would be a king ...and not a clown. Fiacke knew he had much to live up to... ...as the king now of the Oanachth... ...as the king of Munster. And this put him at odds with Cormac now. Cormac wanted more tribute... ...more evidence of loyalty from his provinces... More unification and Fieke wanted less. His people to stand alone. The rebels with the wet feet in the county of Cork. And so it had come to this now. That the High King was arrayed against Munster. And Fieke and his army, the Oenacht, standing against him. And the king had mustered his army, Cormac's army, at Noclion. But before the battle had come the spells. The spells of the Druids to dry up every stream, every lake, every trickle, every spring. And now even the great river itself. The Black Water, so that the defenders of Munster would have nothing to drink, no way to slake their thirst, no way to hold off the invaders from the north. And Fiaka was a king, and although his grandfather was a druid, he himself was not one. But he knew their power, and he had sent his messengers. And so on this day, he had only hope to hold to. There was a sound like thunder, but longer and lingering, and it rolled across the sky like a wave. And looking up and looking west, Fierku saw travelling across the sky in a burning wheel. The Roh Ramok came the great druid Mogruth. From his stronghold in Valencia, the Druid of all Druids, the most powerful ever to have lived on this land, the man who they said had lived for two thousand years already and would live two thousand more, came roaring across the sky towards Fiacca on the banks of the Dead River. And he brought his Raw Ramok down with a thundering clatter. Ophiuchah had heard that the druid was blind, and he'd heard that the druid had one eye, and he didn't know who to believe, but the one milky eye of Mugruith seemed to look right through him and into his soul. As the king beheld the druid, and the druid beheld whatever druids behold, and the king said to the druid, I need your help. Cormac McGart, Cormac of the Long Beard, he was confident in his victory. Fiaka had been a competent ally, and on occasion close enough to a friend. But these people of Munster needed to be brought to heal, needed to learn their place. And so, unfortunate as it was, he had brought his forces here to knock Lion, He knew there didn't need to be any bloodshed. There need not be a battle at all. If only the men of Munster would concede that he was the king and the power of the land was in his hands and not theirs. Hence the spells to dry the rivers to parch the land and steal their water. An army, dying of thirst, could never fight. And he saw Fieca coming towards him, at the head of his own force. And Cormac stretched his arms and limbered his body, prepared to take to the battlefield. But first he went to speak with Fieca to give him a chance to be sensible and to surrender. It was with surprise that he beheld the king, grinning at him, his hair and his beard still wet, with water black as tea dripping down his chest. At to Cormac, your plans went awry. And so the siege of Loch Lion was fought. Battle bloodied the sides of the hill and the Cormac Macart went back to Tara, defeated. And as to King Fiega, he surrendered a gift. He gave the black water to Mogruath, the great druid with the flying machine. And so its waters flow today, through oak wood and yew trees and bogs, home to the salmon and the otter and the mussel. And they are protected, as they have always been.
0: This podcast was produced and edited by Oisin Ryan. You can find out more about us on our website, Candlelit Tales.
1: And we're on all the social media so like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter at Candlelit Tales or send us a message to get onto our mailing list.
0: For more videos and live streams like and subscribe to our Candlelit Tales YouTube channel which now has a Candlelit Tales for Kids playlist hashtag tales.
1: Liking and subscribing to our channels really helps us grow and get to more people and if you're able to give us more direct support you can chip in a few bob at patreon.com forward slash Candlelit Tales or make a one time donation through the PayPal button on our website.
0: We also do really like to hear back from you with any questions any questions requests or comments, leave them in the section below. If you want to find out about our courses, anything like that, just drop us a line.
1: And we especially appreciate you listening.